Hello church, Pastor Brett here. I've been fielding a lot of questions around suffering lately. And it makes sense. I know this pandemic has caused a lot of you to lose your jobs. Plenty of retirement funds have been torn apart. Some of you have sick relatives you can't visit, new grandbabies you can't meet. An old mentor of mine, someone that I've known for almost 20 years now, lost his 20-year-old son to COVID-19 around Easter. This is a family that my friends and I for our whole lives have just loved. When I called him yesterday, the question he has is the same question that so many of us have when tragedy strikes, when the, when the world collapses under our feet. Why? Why them? Why this boy? Why any of you? God, I, I wish that I had an elevator speech prepared to answer that question, to satisfy this need to know. But I don't, because it doesn't exist. What I thought maybe I could do is go to the Bible then and share a story, one from ancient writers wrestling with the exact same question. There was a man named Job. He was righteous. He loved God and God loved him. And in turn, God was good to him. And the ancient storytellers say that one day the devil went to God and suggested that Job was only faithful to God because God rewarded Job for his faith. The story says that the devil bet God that if everything were taken away from Job, then Job wouldn't be faithful anymore. So that's what the devil did. Through the course of the story, the devil takes everything away from Job. His money, his land, his livestock, his family, even his health. And you might think that there's probably some higher moral to the story that I'm going to give you and that Job was faithful throughout this suffering and that you are called uh, to be faithful through this. You might have even heard a pastor or two suggest that very thing to you. That, that we're called to be faithful to God through suffering. You, maybe you've even heard me say that to you. But Job instead was angry, especially at God. You see, in this time, people knew why suffering happened. It was because you deserved it. If you were blessed with good things, they believed you deserved it. You were faithful, honorable. And if tragedy struck you, it was because you deserved it. You had done something disobedient to the Lord. God turned his back on you. Except here, Job was righteous and faithful, and he knew he didn't deserve it. And so he decided to demand an answer from God. In chapter 31, Job asks, basically, what did I do? Why have all these terrible things befallen upon me? Does he not see my ways and number my steps? Job asks. Why? That's the question. And God actually answers. And this is the part I think you actually want to hear. So I, I hope 
you'll indulge me if I read from a, a long section of the scriptures. Chapter 38. The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up your loins, I will question you, and you shall declare to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk, or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the heavenly beings shouted for joy? Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out of the womb? When I made clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band? And prescribed bounds for it and set bars and doors and said, Thus far shall you come, and no further, and here shall your proud waves be stopped. Have you commanded the morning since your days began and caused the dawn to know its place so that it might take hold of the skirts of the earth and the wicked be shaken out of it? It is changed like clay under the seal and it is dyed like a garment. Light is withheld from the wicked and their uplifted arm is broken. Have you entered into the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have you entered the storehouses of the snow? Or have you seen the storehouses of the hail, which I have reserved for the time of trouble, for the day of battle and war? What is the way to the place where the light is distributed? or where the east wind is scattered upon the earth? Who has cut a channel for the torrents of rain and a way for the thunderbolt to bring rain on a land where no one lives, on the desert, which is empty of human life, yeah. to satisfy the waste and desolate land yeah, that's and right. to make the ground put that's forth right. grass? Has the rain a father? Or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb did the ice come forth? And who has given birth to hoarfrost of heaven?
waters become hard like stone and the face of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth the Maseroth in their season or can you guide the bear with its children? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you establish their rule on the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds so that a flood of waters may cover you? Can you send forth lightnings so that they may go and say to you, here we are. God goes on and on. God answers with poetry about who he is. And then Job answered the Lord in chapter 42. Therefore I have uttered what I do not understand, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. I had heard of you by the hearing of my ear, but now my eye sees you. In verse 10, and the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he had prayed for his friends. We ask God for an answer to suffering, and instead he says, look to me. I don't know why suffering exists. It's above my pay grade. But I know two things because of this story. I know that you don't deserve it. Nobody does. It's just a fact of life that it exists, like blinking, something we can't control, but you don't deserve it. And I also know this, that in time, in time and through faith, God will restore you. The God who has begotten the drops of dew and has given birth to the hoarfrost of heaven. He has the power to restore, to grant you the strength to get to tomorrow, and in time, find healing, in time, be restored. The Christian, Christian faith teaches that our God suffers with us. He meets us here. At least, lest we forget what Jesus taught us. Come to me all ye who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your soul. My prayer for you today is if you find yourself in a place where the rug has been pulled out from under you, or if you find yourself in a place of suffering where words offer little solace, my prayer in this moment is that you turn toward heaven and you remember his promise. Find strength to get to tomorrow and know our God of restoration is with you now and until his kingdom comes again. And may you find rest for your soul. And God willing, you will. And as always, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace.